What's going on guys? Welcome to Everything Always. My name is Michael Roman making an enormous splash on social media literally within the last 10 minutes. Marvel have revealed their official first look cover for Entertainment Weekly for the WandaVision series and this is of course great news after the official teaser for Disney Plus this morning revealed WandaVision would be coming soon and the Latin America teaser filmed live on set with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany last week indicated the same. We're going to break down the cover and everything we can tell when we're actually getting this full in-depth cover story and it's very soon and try to guess as to whether or not they'll include an official release date it's sort of odd that they're ramping up the advertising for the show but still haven't told us when it's coming we're going to break it all down but first if you could grab the subscribe button we're still giving away this insane one-fourth scale beta ray bill and our third and final infinity saga box set if you want to be entered to win all you have to do hit the subscribe button then leave a comment down below and if you want stick around at the end of the video we'll get into all the giveaway stuff again there so they just revealed and this is officially being tweeted out by marvel entertainment so this isn't a fan-made cover. I know there's several concept artists out there who do this sort of thing, but this was tweeted by Marvel on all their social medias. Check out the cover for our brand new Disney Plus WandaVision cover story with Entertainment Weekly. And then Entertainment Weekly, within the last 10 minutes, tweeted out themselves, Welcome to the Wanda years as the first of the MCU's most ambitious small screen endeavors. Hashtag WandaVision's wonderfully weird send up of sitcoms past is Marvel Studios key to the future. Stay tuned for our in-depth cover story coming tomorrow and you can be sure we will cover the entirety of that in-depth cover story here at the channel. You'll also be able to find it. I'm guessing it'll be released tomorrow, but I remember around Avengers Endgame there was going to be an entertainment weekly release and then it didn't hit newsstands until a week after digital. So you might might just want to check online if you're interested in reading that article and again we of course will source all of the pertinent information here on the channel as soon as we get it as well it is very interesting and i use the word interesting in lieu of the word frustrating that marvel is choosing to continue to advertise this television show but hasn't given us any idea when it's coming out i definitely was on board with it for a while and i kept defending them by saying look they don't want to announce a new release date and then not actually meet that release date that would be the absolute worst outcome so they won't tell us when it's coming until it's official ready but at this point and being so close to the end of the year I think it would do the fans a lot of service to just let us know is it coming 2020 is it coming 2021 how long are we waiting for this it's been almost a full two years since we've gotten any Marvel content at all I don't understand their plan here unless I was right on the money and they can't announce a release date until every stitch of CGI is done because the last thing they want to do is miss that release date after they had to move Black Widow and the rest of the phase four slate twice look I totally get it I think we all do too but at this point Point with only six weeks left in the year I cannot believe we haven't gotten a release date yet hopefully with the enormous adjustment to all of the entertainment industry this is a more recent cover story and something that they're choosing to do here in the last couple of months instead of and guys I've worked in print and media for a long time setting this up at the beginning of the year and not wanting to move their productions meaning they had anticipated WandaVision already coming out and so this would have been set up way 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 in advance you know everything sort of moved this year though so I think there's a little chance of being optimistic that this is rather recent and hopefully we'll also get some huge reveals we would all just settle for the official release date guys let me know all your thoughts down below and if you think we're actually going to get it in this entertainment weekly magazine i would be surprised but you never know disney may tweet it out let me know all your thoughts and quickly let's get into the giveaway stuff again before i let you go we're still giving away this insane one-fourth scale xm studios beta ray bill all you have to do to be entered to win is hit the subscribe button then leave the comment down below because it's truly random the more videos you comment on the better chance you have of winning 
and we'll automatically enter you to win our third and final Infinity Saga box set. We gave two away earlier this year. We'll be giving this one away during the month of December on New Year's Eve, regardless of the subscriber count. If you want to be entered to win any of the prizes going forward here at the channel, all the same rules will always apply. Hit the subscribe button to make sure you're a subscriber, then leave a comment down below, then hit the notification bell with notifications turned on to keep up with the content, and of course, if you enjoyed today's video or any of the other videos here at the channel, we'd all appreciate it if you'd hit the like button. My name's Michael Roman. You can follow me one step further on Instagram at IamFires or on Twitch twitch.tv forward slash novellen n-v-e-l-l-e-n there are links in the description to both my name is michael roman this is everything always guys thanks so much for checking out the channel and stick around we'll be posting again real real soon hello latin america i'm anthony mackie i'm sebastian stan we hope you will enjoy watching the falcon and winter soldier series who will take over captain america's shield You'll have to watch to find out. Check it out on Disney Plus. Only on Disney Plus. It's Hoda. Estoy muerta. No. ¿Por qué lo estarías? Porque tú lo estás. Somos una pareja inusual, ¿verdad? Oh, creo que eso nunca se puso en duda. Latino America, I'm Elizabeth Olsen. Hello, Latino America. We invite you to enjoy WandaVision. And uh, we promise you it's going to be a feast for your eyes. Keep you on your toes. Only available on Disney Plus. Only on Disney Plus. What's going on guys? Welcome to Everything Always. My name's Michael Roman and if you've been paying attention to the Marvel Cinematic Universe news cycle or even just the internet in the last couple of days, a lot of exciting things are happening for WandaVision as they set up their PR, marketing, and advertising. And now this a brand new teaser for the Latin America market. WandaVision is right around the corner. We have a ton of awesome updates. We're going to break them all down, including this trailer and some brand new still shots from the Entertainment Weekly cover story. But first, if you could grab the subscribe button, we're giving away this insane one-fourth scale XM Studios Beta Ray Bill and our third and final Infinity Saga box set. If you want to be entered to win, all you have to do, hit the subscribe button, then leave a comment down below. And if you want, stick around to the end of the video. We'll get into all the giveaway stuff again there. So the international release for these TV shows and movies rarely lines up exactly with the North American release, but there's plenty of reason to get excited. Now, if you're wondering why they're doing all this separate promotion for Latin America, some stuff we're not going to see here in the US. And guys, it's not much. Literally last week, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen live from set. You saw it there at the end of the clip. They did the same for Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. It's not really a teaser trailer. It's just them giving a quick quip about what's going on with the show and telling everybody to catch Disney+. Plus. So if you're wondering why they're doing this extra promotion, it's not really teasers and teaser trailers for the shows and series themselves. Rather, they're launching the entire network in Latin America, and it's more so a hook for that as they try to get new subscriptions in a different country. But they're 
heavily marketing WandaVision. And again, great news for here in North America as we generally get the release first. And if it's coming soon there, that means it's coming soon here. Now, speaking of WandaVision's release in the US, of course, late last night, Marvel revealing their brand new cover for Entertainment Weekly's cover story today, which we will cover later at the channel, either tonight or tomorrow with all of the important information. But some of the details have already leaked out, including that WandaVision was filmed in front of a live studio audience for the most part, who all signed very strict NDAs, which means there are people walking around who at least know some of the episodes, maybe not all of the episodes collectively, but each person knowing each episode, and they've all stayed very tight-lipped. I'm very proud of them considering all the leaks we have. We haven't heard anything about that. Now, other details that have been confirmed, we have six episodes, each an hour long. There was some conjecture that maybe there would be more than six episodes, especially considering the delays, but that now has been confirmed, and we should expect the same from the other Marvel series, both Loki and Falcon in the Winter Soldier as well. And we also got some brand new leaked still shots that have not been included in any of the footage, which really makes us wonder if there is another trailer around the corner. And with all of this PR and marketing, you'd assume that there will be, but we'll get back to that. Now, the shots, unfortunately, they don't show any great reveals. We're not going to see the villain or any major plot teasers for the series, just some still shots from earlier episodes where it's still black and white. You can see here Wanda and Vision in the kitchen from one of the episodes. It's unclear whether it's the same episode in this next still shot, but also interestingly enough, I noticed that these pictures weren't in the standard 1920 by 1080 dimension, and that's because as we mentioned in an Easter egg from the trailer, they shot all of these vintage scenes in a more standard definition. We don't get to the widescreen HD stuff until the whole series goes color. It's really interesting that Marvel Studios would choose to do something formal like this. Formal not meaning black tie or a serious affair, but formal meaning more in the form of film on a spectrum, one end of the spectrum being formalism, the other being realism. The majority of Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, the majority of superhero stuff that the masses have all liked has been realistic, it has been realism. That's actually what endears it to us the most. The fact that before we never really had the CGI to bring it all the way, but now that we do, we ground these crazy stories in a realistic and human-based world with a bunch of really nice CGI. And in the past, when Marvel has touched any of the formalistic stuff, including when Edgar Wright was hired to do the original Ant-Man, well, you all know how that ended. They fired him. I'm very surprised they've decided to do this with this series, but maybe because now they're as far as they are and they finished the Infinity Saga, they feel a lot more comfortable doing stuff like this. Now, outside the rest of the article where they really just broke down what they call, quote-unquote, the major players or the main characters from the series, giving us no details or context that we didn't already have, again, one of the biggest takeaways being that we'd have six episodes confirmed, is that the director, the head of marketing over at Disney, said that WandaVision would be coming soon. We all thought that we might get a release date inside this Entertainment Weekly cover story, and as I mentioned in our expose last night, they usually set these cover stories up way in advance, and there could be a chance that they decided to do this more recently with the shifting of the entire entertainment industry, but the chances are is that this was set from the beginning of the year, meaning a release date wouldn't have ever really been included with the story because this would have been something that they had done interviews for months and months and months ago. That being said, the release date, 
when is it coming? And if we're going to get a second trailer, when would they drop that? Well, we all assumed it would be with The Mandalorian, but that has yet to happen. And as the days now peel off the calendar and Mandalorian takes us deep into December, a lot of us scratch our heads and wonder, are we ever getting this WandaVision release date? Guys, sit tight. I believe by the time that The Mandalorian series is over, they will give us a confirmed release date on the series because they don't want anybody to cancel their subscription when The Mandalorian Season 2 is done the way that they did after Mandalorian in season one guys let me know all your thoughts down below any new details that you found anywhere else not included in this video i am all ears if there's anything great to cover in the eu cover story we definitely will bring that back tonight or tomorrow i'm all ears for how hype you are and quickly let's get into the giveaway stuff before i let you go we're still giving away this insane one-fourth scale xm studios beta ray bill this is a museum quality piece at almost a full three feet tall if you want to be entered to win all you have to do hit the subscribe button then hit the notification bell and that'll automatically enter you to win our third and final Infinity Saga box set. We gave away two of these earlier in the year. We'll give this third and final one away on New Year's Eve at the end of December, regardless of the subscriber count. If you want to be entered to win any of the prizes, again, all the same rules apply. Hit the subscribe button, then leave a comment down below because it's truly random. The more videos you comment on, the better chance you have of winning. Then hit the notification bell with notifications turned on. And of course, if you enjoyed today's video and the content here at the channel, hit that like button. My name is Michael Roman. This is everything always, guys. Thanks for checking out the channel and stick around. We'll be posting again real, real soon. Hello, Latin America. I'm Anthony Mackie. I'm Sebastian Stan. We hope you will enjoy watching the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Who will take over Captain America's shield? You'll have to watch to find out. Check it out on Disney+. Plus. Only on Disney+. Plus. It's Oda. Estoy muerta. No. ¿Por qué lo estarías? Porque tú lo estás. Somos una pareja inusual, ¿verdad? Oh, creo que eso nunca se puso en duda. Hi, Latino America. I'm Elizabeth Olsen. Hello, Latino America. We invite you to enjoy WandaVision. And uh, we promise you it's going to be a feast for your eyes. Keep you on your toes. Only available on Disney+. Plus. Only on Disney+. Plus. Las opciones en Disney Plus son tan amplias que es difícil decidir. Pero, personalmente, comenzaría con Guardianes de la Galaxia. Surgió una idea de buscar y reunir a un grupo de personas excepcionales para que al necesitarnos, libráramos las batallas que ellos no podrían ganar.
all are Latin America, you know, Marvel superheroes face a lot of challenges, but none quite as challenging as figuring out what to watch next on Disney+. Welcome back, everyone. It's Charlie. We have a new WandaVision trailer, new Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer they just posted because they're releasing Disney Plus in Latin America. We also have some more details about what's going on with them actually releasing episodes. I've also got some more Falcon and Winter Soldier footage with a bunch of Easter eggs, so we'll break it all down. If you're brand new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to get all the videos. I'll be doing videos for all the episodes when they do release them. We're doing a Disney Plus giveaway. All you have to do to enter is be a subscriber and let me know what kind of Easter eggs you want to see on Falcon and Winter Soldier in WandaVision. So starting with the big stuff, if you didn't see what's going on with this, they just released these Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision clips. Obviously, you have Thor, Chris Hemsworth in there promoting the Avengers stuff, too, because as I'm posting this video, they're getting ready to release Disney Plus in Latin American countries. And sometimes what they'll do is for foreign releases of movies, they'll cut special trailers where the actors will do different things that you don't necessarily see them doing in the English language versions of some of these trailer clips. So that's why you see stuff like this pop up online. It's still really cool. It would be nice if they actually promoted the series a little bit more. This is the first official thing we've seen from Falcon and Winter Soldier since they released the trailer earlier this year. Although there are a bunch of clips, like I said, of them filming with new villains from the series that I'll talk about in a second that I included in the video. Just a little while ago, there was a small controversy about them releasing WandaVision episodes. There was somebody claiming to have talked to Latin American Disney Plus help, and they were saying that they wouldn't release WandaVision till 2021. But then right after that, another user went and asked the same Latin American Disney Plus helpline, and they said episodes were still coming out in 2020. So it seems like WandaVision is still a go for 2020, so don't worry too much about that. They just finished filming last week. Kat Dennings, who plays Darcy in the Thor movies, is going to be a character on the show. She was talking about them releasing episodes before the end of the year. And there were some WandaVision crew members that were talking about releasing the series during December. But all of these things just seem to point like it's happening later in December and not earlier. Because if they just finished filming episodes in the last week, it means there's still a lot of post-production to do, a lot of special effects to add, and that takes a long time. This is the crew member, though, that was talking about releasing stuff in December. Like, look out in December, things are coming. Normally, they would wait till after the Mandalorian Season 2 episodes are done. But that's not actually going to happen till the week of Christmas this year. In fact, they release new episodes on Fridays for all their Disney Plus series. The Friday after the Mandalorian Season 2 finale is Christmas Day. But they're also releasing that Pixar Soul movie the same day. So pretty safe bet that regardless of whether or not they double up on the first episode of WandaVision in the Mandalorian episodes in the same week, whichever new WandaVision episode winds up falling on Christmas week, they'll release it a couple days earlier in the week before Friday so that they don't cannibalize the audience for that Soul movie too much. They did the exact same thing with the Mandalorian Season 1 episodes when it overlapped with Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker movie in theaters, just so that fans wouldn't have to pick between watching Mandalorian or going to see Rise of Skywalker. The actual new WandaVision footage from behind the scenes here makes it look like S.W.O.R.D. has moved into Scarlet Witch's fake alternate reality with their armed weapons and tanks, and things have finally escalated into all-out war in the streets. Notice that the name of the town is Westview. It's also the same name in that newspaper that Vision is reading inside that fake 1950s looking TV show reality. It kind of seems like a reference to West Coast Avengers because there's a lot of West Coast stuff happening in the big Marvel movies during Phase 4. Like part of the Shang-Chi movie that we're going to be seeing next year takes place in San Francisco, also where the Ant-Man movies take place where Ant-Man 3 is going to take place, in addition to the Quantum Realm of course. 
But Westview, in all this mise-en-scene, seems like it's also a bit of a reference to that movie Pleasantville with Spider-Man himself, Tobey Maguire, with everything in the 1950s black and white, until Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon start messing with everything and the characters in the town start to awaken to their reality and everything starts to change into color, just like it happens during the WandaVision trailer. The way that Paul Bettany talks about WandaVision, the first half of the series is all that crazy alternate reality sitcom stuff that they do, and then the second half is when it turns into a full-blown Avengers movie with a bunch of action scenes. And from the looks of all this sword-heavy weaponry and gear, this sounds like it turns into a Scarlet Witch versus Agatha Harkness versus Sword situation. The real question, though, is who the real villain of the series is going to wind up being. Because if we're talking about Scarlet Witch comic book easter eggs, Elizabeth Olsen did say the series would be an examination of Scarlet Witch's mental health state in the wake of Avengers Endgame and Vision's death. So I know there have been a bunch of theories about this. It feels kind of like a situation where the first part of the series almost seems like Scarlet Witch herself is the one that everybody is painting as the villain of the series, changing all these things, refusing to come to grips with the reality that Vision is dead, and this alternate reality of hers is fake, refusing to move forward with her life. But obviously, because she's supposed to be the main protagonist of the series, I think that someone like Agatha Harkness or whoever Agatha Harkness is working for will wind up being the real villain. They're not going to completely demonize Scarlet Witch in her failing mental stability. They're just going for those really big deep cut X-Men House of M Easter eggs. The brand new Falcon and Winter Soldier footage that we have is actually of the villains and US Agent. US Agent is the antagonist of the series, but he's not the main villain. It's also one of those misleading marketing scenarios where Thunderbolt Ross brings the Weapons Plus program, the Super Soldier program, out of mothballs again after we saw it in The Incredible Hulk to replace Captain America after Avengers Endgame because he's an old man now, effectively retired. As Iron Man said during Captain America's Civil War, that shield doesn't belong to you. Technically, Captain America's shield is the property of the U.S. government. So Thunderbolt Ross wants a new Captain America to be a symbol for a new era of the country and one that he can control, and that winds up being U.S. Agent. The main villain group that you see in all this footage seems like a version of the Ultimatum group from the comics, the group that Flag Smasher belonged to. Most of the characters that will be showing up on Falcon and Winter Soldier will be super deep cuts from the Captain America comics and people coming back from the Marvel Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3 movies like First Avenger, Captain America Winter Soldier characters, and Civil War characters. The bigger thing that they're setting up in the series and crossing over with the movies is Thunderbolt Ross's creation of the Thunderbolts, Future Weapons Plus, Weapon X, Wolverine Easter eggs in the MCU, and Avengers 5. Also, too, talking about Winter Soldier, they did say that they'd be showing off more secret abilities that Bucky's vibranium arm has. It has a lot of advanced abilities and hidden weapons that they never really got into in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame just because they were already so busy with the plots of those movies. Right now, tentatively, I would assume that Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes are going to be released sometime at least within a couple months of WandaVision episodes. Sony promised us a Spider-Man 3 teaser trailer before the end of the year. There'll probably be a new Venom 2 trailer and a new Morbius trailer at least by January. So there is a bunch of big stuff coming up in addition to all the WandaVision episodes. Right now, of course, I'm in the middle of doing new Mandalorian Season 2 episodes. So as long as you have alerts enabled for my channel, you should see all those videos when I post them. But everyone click here for my new Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 2 video and click here for that brand new Spider-Man 3 Tom Holland clip. Thank you so much for watching. Everyone stay safe. This is The Way.
And our fourth and final main topic today gets submitted to us by Gerald Topps. And Gerald Topps writes, what does he write? There, that's what he writes. He writes, hey, John and team, a lot of MCU material has been delayed forever. That's eh, true. It really is true. Uh, but we're finally almost at December when we're getting ourselves some WandaVision. A new story just came out in Entertainment Weekly talking about the show. It being six hours long, shot partially in front of a studio audience, and really cycles through the various periods of sitcoms, which is just an incredible idea to me. Anyway, I think it's it's I think it's great. How excited are you? And what do you think of these new details? All right, thanks a lot for sending that in, dude. And yes, we are almost here. We're getting ready to get WandaVision. We just got to wait for Mandalorian to finish out. And I mean, I don't want Mandalorian to finish out. I'm loving this show so far. But of course, the MCU has been just had its teeth kicked in with all these delays. Like just had its teeth kicked in with all these delays, right? We were already supposed to have gotten Black Widow. We were already supposed to have gotten Falcon and Winter Soldier. I believe we're supposed to be on the precipice now of, of Eternals coming out. We're not getting that for like another year. But we're finally getting something. We're getting WandaVision. And I, I for one, listen, it is not my most anticipated of the upcoming MCU shows. It's not my most anticipated. But you bet your ass I am anticipating it. I am very excited for this. And I, and personally, I cannot wait to see it. Anyway, there have been some details about the show that have now been revealed. The folks over at Entertainment Weekly wrote this. WandaVision, the six-hour series. So now it's confirmed. It is six hours. Now, whether this is going to be seven, you know, ish, 40 to 45-minute episodes or whether it's going to be six hour-long episodes, I haven't heard any definitive. I've heard some people say that it's one thing or the other, but I haven't heard anything from anybody definitive. So I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be seven episodes. Maybe it'll be six 35-minute or, or uh, eight 35, 40-minute episodes. Maybe it'll be seven 40, 45-minute episodes. Maybe it'll be six one-hour episodes. Don't know, but it's going to be a six-hour-long uh, movie in a way. Elizabeth Olsen says it's like a one long movie. So anyway, the six hour series about Elizabeth Olsen's reality altering witch and Paul Bettany's charming Android takes inspiration from beloved TV comedies from campy 1950s classics to the zany family shows of the 1990s. So for its premiere episode, Marvel's first Disney plus TV show went full mid-century sitcom. I love the sounds of this filming in classic black and white in front of a live studio audience, all of whom signed big NDAs, all of whom signed big NDAs, which I uh, no surprise to hear about that. All right. Couple of interesting things here also to note is that on top of the fact that they shot in this traditional fifties thing with, you know, certain lenses and certain lights from the area, from the era, the article in entertainment weekly also goes on to say that even the crew came to keep everybody. It was almost like method acting, right? The crew for the show for WandaVision actually would have to show up to work in like 1950s clothes and stuff like that. To me, that sounds wild. To me, that sounds absolutely wild. I think that sounds great. I would have loved uh, what I wouldn't have given to be there on set and to be like in that studio audience 
and having like use them using old cameras with these big old fashion lights and actually seeing the crew dressed up in 50s gear and apparently they like executed the show from the article against a very long article over at entertainment weekly i highly recommend you go over and check it out but apparently like like paul bettany and elizabeth olsen they played it like a 1950s like sitcom they played they had to do it live in front of in front of an audience they practiced their entrances and their exits and they did all this stuff and they really got into the spirit of it and i think i don't know but i think we're going to feel that authenticity i think we're going to feel that authenticity now one of the other things that they talk about is that they then start to cycle which we kind of got a glimpse of in the trailers right we got this glimpse in the trailers that they are basically going to start then to cycle through the various eras of sitcoms and things like that, which I think sounds fantastic and like a lot of fun. So of course we'll go from the black and white days, which we saw, we'll go all the way up to like the nineties family sitcom kind of things, but we're also kind of go backwards. Also kind of like to the, the more classic stuff as well, which of course, like one of the original images that came out from the show, this to me sounds like a ball. It really does. It sounds like it's just going to be a lot of fun. The teasers they put out and then that full trailer they put out, I thought were fantastic. They gave us a lot to look forward to. Uh, the whole idea about it being six hours. How do I feel about that? Look, I know this is the one thing I'm not sure I love. And what I'm going to say, nobody's going to agree with, and that's okay. I don't need people to agree with me. But I, I honestly miss the days where we got more than eight episodes in a season. Well, John, uh, anything more than eight episodes just becomes filler. No, that's, that's BS. Plenty, plenty, plenty of great shows have been made with like 20 episodes in a season and like 18 of them were fantastic, right? Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the idea of like eight episode things, but it's just that it feels like something like this should be more than six episodes or maybe it'll be eight like half hour episodes, you know, 35, 40 minute episodes. I don't know. Here's an interesting question. How are people going to react? Because when Mandalorian first came out season one and people realized these were not hour long episodes, some people got kind of upset with that. How are they going to handle this? Like, and what do you guys think? If it's six hours, should they be doing it as six one hour episodes or should they break it up into eight episodes and make it like 35, 40 minutes each, which way, or should they just do like two, three hour movies? There you go. Or three, two hour movies. I don't know. Question is guys, what do you think about the sounds and all these details getting like right into the fact that we're going to have like six hours of this stuff. They get like right into 1950s shooting styles, not just the way it looks on screen, but that's how they filmed it. What do you think about all this stuff? I'm liking what I'm hearing. Jump down into the comment section below and let me know your thoughts. Okay, guys. Bioelectricity. Wow. Gotta be honest. Little jealous. Hey, look. I got nothing on the OG. Think we should run tests tomorrow? A little voltage analysis? Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. I've been meaning to tell you. I'm not gonna be around for the next few weeks. Is some kind of pee joke I don't get? No. Uh, MJ's headed overseas for the Bugle and requested me as her photographer. Kind of a working vacation for us. 
Oh, man. Look, I don't know if I'm ready to fly solo. I screwed up today big time with the helicopter. But then you delivered big time. You saved my bacon, Miles. I got lucky. Hey, I did this gig for eight years without backup, and you better believe I screwed up lots of times. But that is how you learn. What's this? Christmas present. But first, you gotta take the oath. Oh. Um, okay. I promise to do everything in my power to protect this city. I promise. That's it? That oath a real thing. Totally. Definitely didn't just make it up. See you in a few weeks, Spider-Man. New York's only Spider-Man. I'm New York's only Spider-Man. I'm ready to fly solo. You gotta take the oath. I promise to do everything in my power to protect this city. I promise. Whoa. Que guapo. Gracias, mami. Guys, I wanted to thank you. Both of you. You need to lay low. Don't trust anybody, and don't take off that mask. This message is for Roxxon. The underground will stop it. They need you. Miles, what's the underground doing? They're after new form. Tinkerer, stop! Gotta say, I'm disappointed, bud. Krieger. You think you can beat the Tinker? Roxxon, you can't! Every time I think I got this Spider-Man thing figured out, something goes wrong. Miles, our family doesn't give up. Whenever you say Spider-Man, you always mean the other one. You're Spider-Man. You can fix this. Your way. This is my time. I'm seizing the moment cause I gotta go for the time gone. Welcome back everyone, it's Charlie, this is going to be my new Spider-Man Miles Morales trailer video. Obviously this week is crazy because they're shipping out Xbox Series X's and PS5's. Hopefully you guys were able to snatch a pre-order. But in honor of the big event, I am giving away copies of this game. All you have to do to enter is be a subscriber and leave your favorite Spider-Man video game on the video. I have had a chance to play the game a little bit, so in addition to talking about the trailer footage and what's going on during the game itself, I will do a bit of a non-spoilery review. Also explain what's going on with Bodega Cat here that's wearing the Spider-Man mask. But it is every bit as solid as Spider-Man PS4, but this isn't meant to be the full Spider-Man PS5 launch game. This is sort of like a side adventure, as that clip at the beginning sort of tells you. 
There's a very important reason why Peter, main Spider-Man, is not in New York City during the events of Spider-Man Miles Morales. When everyone saw that in the earlier footage, there were all kinds of theories. Oh, maybe he's actually not here because he's over in San Francisco in the Marvel Avengers game. A version of Spider-Man is going to show up during that game, but it's obviously not this Spider-Man PS4 version of the character. As he says, he's going to Europe to help Mary Jane with an assignment. So hopefully that explains where this fits in the timeline after the events of Spider-Man PS4. A little bit of time has gone by. It's the holidays now. They're obviously releasing it in real life during the holiday period. But it really just takes place over the holidays itself. So Peter comes back at the end of that. And then that's when the events of Spider-Man PS5, the full version of Spider-Man PS5, will take place once they eventually release that game. And then obviously because this is a Miles Morales game, you have a bunch of different versions of the suit and a bunch of Spider-Verse Easter eggs. So if you're a big fan of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time, not just a good animated movie, you do have a chance to get that suit from the movie, the Spider-Verse movie, at the beginning when you first buy the game. Most of the way the game works, the mechanics, the button layout is very similar, if not exactly the same, as Spider-Man PS4. So if you've been playing Spider-Man PS4 for the past couple of years since that game came out, then it'll be a pretty seamless transition for you. But they were also able to improve on some of the things from Spider-Man PS4. So one of those is the side missions themselves. So the side missions during Miles Morales are way more fun to do, and they're not so much of a slog as they were during Spider-Man PS4. Miles comes back to Harlem to stay with his mother during the holidays, so that's why most of the game takes place in and around the Harlem area. Also, it's sort of a metaphor for the way Spider-Man PS5 is going to be. It's sort of like a side adventure inside this neighborhood specific to Miles Morales. They go way deep on his character, there's all kinds of little easter eggs that you can find, little time capsules that give you details on his own backstory and his life with his family growing up. For the most part, the main antagonists are both Roxon's corporate interests trying to gentrify the neighborhood, basically the corporation taking over the area, but also the purples in the Tinker. The purples, as you would expect, are the people that look purple, working for the Tinker with that special energy. They also show you Aaron Davis, Miles' uncle, for the first time during this, the Prowler. He looks a little bit different from the version in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Everyone's just a little more influenced by technology during the Spider-Man PS4 games. But if you've been seeing a lot of the other outlets give this rave reviews, really top scores, it's well earned. It's a solid game, just like Spider-Man PS4 was. Obviously, it's from the same people, same quality you would expect. So if you're a really big fan of the Miles Morales character, I know everyone wants to see him show up in live action in the MCU. He is actually already a character. Marvel has confirmed that he exists within the world of the Tom Holland Spider-Man films. It's just that when we heard about him in Spider-Man Homecoming for the first time, he was a really little kid. So it was a long ways off from actually ever getting the spider bite and becoming a version of Ultimate Spider-Man. In fact, Donald Glover's character, Aaron Davis, their version of the Prowler in the MCU, at least, or before he becomes the Prowler, actually had a deleted scene where he literally calls him on the phone and talks to him saying his name, Miles. Excuse me. A, a human being needs help. I hate this dude, man. Yeah, sorry, Miles. I'm, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, I'm just stuck. After Spider-Man Far From Home, one of my favorite theories is that he actually didn't get snapped, so Miles Morales is now five years older and just way closer to becoming a version of Spider-Man, but still a little ways off. What had probably happened first is that Marvel would just bring that Easter egg back around and you would see an actual version of Miles that's just a little bit older but hasn't got the spider bite yet and then they would tease that in some sort of post credit scene so that they can deal with it either in his own spin-off movie or a future Tom Holland Spider-Man film. 
We've already heard so much stuff that's going into Spider-Man 3. There are so many rumors about them doing Spider-Verse Easter eggs. I think it's only a matter of time before they eventually get to Miles Morales, but I'm not expecting a ton from him during Spider-Man 3. And for those of you that are asking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, the animated movie, Sony is in the middle of making that right now. It's supposed to come out in 2022. There's definitely a lot of Easter eggs for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse during the video game, but one of the other cool things that's happening during this is obviously it's an older version of Miles Morales that's using his powers in a much deeper way than we've seen during the first Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie because Miles is so much younger during that. So when you're playing the game, you just have to imagine a version of either live-action Miles Morales or Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 Miles Morales using his abilities this way. The whole deal with the cat that you saw in the earlier trailers is you actually have a chance to rescue it earlier in the game and then later use it as an added pet attack. So if you've ever used pets during your attacks, like in MMOs, it's the same type of thing. It's just meant to be a fun added bonus. You don't absolutely have to use it to complete the game. But what'll happen is because I'll be doing a bunch of Marvel videos in the next couple of weeks is I'll just remind people about the giveaway during the Marvel videos. So that'll be open for a while. No worries. Everyone let me know in the comments what you're most hyped up about and leave all your video requests on the comments below. I don't have a lot of plans for a bunch of gameplay videos or anything like that, but I will think about it. Sony told us that we're supposed to get some sort of Spider-Man 3 movie teaser before the end of the year. We'll probably get a Venom 2 trailer, probably another Morbius trailer sometime by January. And we have new Marvel WandaVision episodes coming in December, as far as we know. So there's a bunch of big Marvel stuff and a bunch of big Spider-Man stuff happening in the next couple of months. So it's going to be really cool. But I'm also in the middle of doing the Mandalorian Season 2 episodes. So as long as you have alerts enabled for my channel, you should see all those when they post. While you wait for everything, click here for my full Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 2 video. And click here for that brand new Spider-Man 3 Tom Holland clip. Thank you so much for watching. Everyone stay safe. I'll see you guys tonight. It is even better than it was pitched and it is even more complicated and fun and interesting and playful than I could have ever imagined this job being. I got a call from Kevin saying, can you come in and see me at, uh, at, at Marvel? And I went, oh, I'm getting the can. <laughs> We're done with I'm you. Getting, I'm getting the can. And he's going to be nice and, and generous and, and sweet about it. But I, I, I'm getting... And then he pitched this totally bonkers um, TV show. I've always been hungry to lean into the comic book stories that we're leaning into in this show. And I didn't know if I'd have the opportunity to explore it, which is the reason why I wanted to be a part of the Avengers to begin with when Joss asked me to. He said, look at these comics and tell me if you are interested. And those specific comics are the ones that Feige said, this is what our show is going to be about for WandaVision. It's twilight time. Wanda and Vision, aren't we a five pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is gonna be a gas! Our content is so different than Marvel. Um, it's like a conversation of American sitcom through the decades with a Marvel film, and they're constantly in dialogue with one another. So it's, been, it's been really fun 
and different. Where did you two move from? How long have you been married? And why don't you have children yet? Our story. I think what my wife means to say is that we moved from... Moved from where? Married when? Damn it, why? Oh, Arthur, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I really loved filming the 70s, specifically because of the content. Yeah. Um, it was like the most Lucy I, 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 I went in this in this series. It was actually the only time Matt Shackman told me I was uh, too much. No. Why would you think that? Because you are. I think the thing that I've loved most about working with Paul specifically in this situation is even though Paul was painted red and in other movies and we've had to do really ridiculous things in reality of like uh, blowing up something in his head while there is a Josh Brolin and a onesie <laughs> with a hockey glove on like there's a lot of crazy imaginative things we've had to do together but I think Paul and I we both have these inner children that met on this show that's right <laughs> some, out, some outrage never not, not one moment undersold <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun sitcoms are fun couple you know oh I don't think that was ever in question I'm so excited now that we've cracked open this other part of her so that there hopefully could be more stories to tell and what I love about the show is as mad as that trailer that I'm sure you've seen is it it's it's actually a really elegantly put together puzzle piece um, I, I, I think you know when when, when everything, as bonkers as it looks, everything will make sense. Welcome back everyone, it's Charlie. This is gonna be my new WandaVision, X-Men, Avengers video. Marvel just posted this big preview, so we'll break it down and explain what they said about the X-Men of it all and how this is crossing over with Doctor Strange 2. If you're new to the channel, we're doing a giveaway for Disney Plus memberships. All you have to do to enter is be a subscriber and let me know everything you want them to do with X-Men during Marvel Phase 4. Starting with the big stuff first, they're doing new backstory in the episodes for Scarlet Witch and Elizabeth Olsen obviously talking about all the most famous Scarlet Witch X-Men comics that they're finally doing on the show, like House of M. Some of you may remember that a couple years ago during the Avengers Infinity War premiere, she said that she would love to do a House of M storyline at some point, but that was probably before Kevin Feige gave her the call that they were going to do that story on WandaVision. They even focus on that House of M wine bottle in the trailer for a good couple seconds. Maison du Mapri means House of Contempt, House of M, as you see the M on the wine bottle. But they will also be doing more history for her, more backstory before Avengers Age of Ultron, getting her powers, and Quicksilver getting his powers with the Mind Stone, what her life in Sokovia was like, and further back as a way to help sort of recon or fold in all the X-Men character history from the comics. This is where you get to questions like how can Magneto be her father if her parents were killed by Iron Man's Stark Tech weaponry in Sokovia? That was their whole motivation in Avengers Age of Ultron, the reason why they were working with Baron Von Strucker. We hate Tony Stark and the Avengers. 
Even though he doesn't appear with them during this footage, Kevin Feige was there with them doing this same interview talking about the series. He's already implied that they're kind of retconning Scarlet Witch as a mutant in the MCU, even though they've implied that before. And there have been some tie-in canonical books that have described her as a mutant, but they had the rights issue with Fox. So that was the big reason why you've never heard anyone say the word mutant in an MCU film, at least so far. Obviously, that's different now because they can do whatever they want. They have all the X-Men characters back. The way that Kevin Feige also talked about her during the series is that we'll find out the full extent of her powers and why she's called the Scarlet Witch in the comics. That implies larger chaos magic, which obviously gets into big Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange 2 stuff. I'll talk about that in a second as well, because during this interview, Kevin Feige was also hyping up how they're using the series to directly set up Doctor Strange 2 and cross over with it. But a lot of you eagle-eyed viewers have also spotted some larger Marvel Phase 4 Easter eggs in terms of new X-Men and Fantastic Four crossover characters and connections that they've been setting up. And some of those will also help explain some of these retcons and the way they fold in the X-Men characters. It'll happen in a number of different ways. There won't be one blanket explainer for X-Men in the MCU. Right now, the way that Kevin Feige talks about it is he just refers to them all as mutants. So there are a lot of different kinds of mutants. Then you have your core X-Men characters. So when you're talking about X-Men characters, you're typically talking about the biggest ones like Professor X, Magneto, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, all the core X-Men team members. Mutants is just a broader blanket term that you can use to talk about Deadpool in conjunction with all this too. He's a good example of a character who's a mutant, but not necessarily an X-Men character in the traditional sense. The other really cool thing that Elizabeth Olsen reveals during this is doing more Scarlet Witch movies in WandaVision potentially in the future after this. She says WandaVision season one opens up the possibility of new stories set after the events of the series. And obviously that includes the events of Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness, but she's also talking about other stories beyond that. The way that Kevin Feige initially pitched WandaVision, he made it sound like it was only going to be one season, but that they were using it to set up all this big Marvel Phase 4 multiverse stuff and practically kind of learn how to make the shows the way they make the movies behind the scenes. But now it sounds like Elizabeth Olsen is actually jazzed to come back as Scarlet Witch in other movies and crossover. So I think obviously that means Avengers 5 because she's already one of the most powerful characters in the MCU right now before the events of WandaVision. And if she's going to get a big power upgrade with her chaos magic during the events of the series, then think about how powerful she's going to be by the time we get to Avengers 5. And you have all the connections to the new X-Men movies. If you're using her at the beginning of Marvel Phase 4 to set up the concept of mutants in the MCU, wouldn't you also then bring her back for cameos in some of those mutant-based movies, like the rebooted X-Men MCU movies? There were a couple of new scenes that they dropped during that preview, most of them from the black and white episode. The way they talk about it, I'm assuming that's just WandaVision Episode 1, the 1950s looking one. They said that they only filmed one episode in front of a live studio audience, like the Dick Van Dyke series. They filmed it with old school TV cameras and technology like they used back during the day as well. They said because of the way the cameras worked, they actually had to paint Paul Bettany blue. So there was a blue version of Vision walking around the set when they were doing the black and white stuff. The showrunner said that they were going for Dick Van Dyke show references, Bewitched, obviously like we see during the trailer. I think most people picked up on the Bewitched references. Father Knows Best, The Partridge Family, just amongst many, many other sitcoms that they were referencing. I laughed so hard when I saw this picture of Vision and Scarlet Witch in the twin beds. This is a Dick Van Dyke reference, but the fact you zoom in and enhance on Vision here, he's got his full Avengers costume on, all the makeup, everything, even the Mind Stone in his forehead, but he's got that funny looking sleep mask over his eyes. 
when Kevin Feige was hyping up the Doctor Strange 2 crossover, the really interesting thing I think a lot of people haven't talked about yet is the title, Multiverse of Madness. So the term madness obviously implies things are going to be really chaotic and Scarlet Witch is going to play a role in setting that off. But if they're going for so many House of M Easter eggs and her losing her mind, going mad, so to speak, madness in the title is also a reference to her own psychological state, her madness, when she went full House of M. So don't be surprised if they end WandaVision on some crazy cliffhanger House of M style moment. But everyone post all your theories in the comments. They keep reiterating that they're going to try and drop the series before the end of the year, but no definitive release date yet just because they're still racing through post-production. They finished filming last week, so hopefully at some point before Thanksgiving, they'll release the next WandaVision trailer and then they'll just put the release date in that trailer. My brand new Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 3 video will post on Friday just like normal. So while you wait for everything, click here to rewatch that crazy WandaVision trailer with all the X-Men Easter eggs and click here for my brand new Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 2 video. Thank you so much for watching. Everyone stay safe. I'll see you guys tonight.